You gravy baby? I'm gravy baby. I'm always gravy baby. Oh, thank you. I like gravy. Do you? Can't wait to have some gravy when I get back. What, like a little bit of gravy? It's it's summer though. It's summer. Yes, summer, but have you seen the temperatures for our wedding day at the minute? Uh, Last time I checked, it was like 27. Yeah, about 27. Well, that's a balmy day for me, mate. It's been thirty-five the past yeah, like, the rest four of the weeks. Party. You'll you'll be there like just lo- loving life. <laughs> what are you? What Shorts are you moaning about? T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, guys, this is just so good. There's no humidity. Oh. I was gonna say, right? If you decide, oh no, I can't do it. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I, I've got a. Uh, I don't want to do spoilers on here. I'll I'll tell you afterwards. Um. Okay. Cryptic. I have a poo on my. I have a poo on my arm. A poo on your... You do, in fact, have a poo on your arm. Why, yeah. Will, pray tell, do you have a poo on your arm? Can't tell you. It's a secret. Well, that's two secrets now that we're I'm dancing I'm stockpiling around. them. I'm stockpiling them. Stockpiling secrets. You can't have any of my secrets. I'll sell them to you for one gold piece per nugget of wisdom. <laughs> one gold drachma. I've been reading Percy Jackson. Drachma. Drachma. Oh, you said that you were going to get into Percy Jackson. How is it? It's good. I, re- I finished the first book of the series. It's a uh, lightning it's fun. Thief. Yeah, yeah. It's the Does lightning he steal the thief. lightning? Yes. It's um. It's got some uh, interesting sort of of the time writing. To be honest, like there was some bits in there that I was like, oh, "That's probably not PC to talk about people in that way." But and as he pulled out his Nintendo SP Advance, yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Without oh the backlight." <laughs> How dare you? Um, I can't remember the author's name. Um, should we record a podcast? Let's do a podcast in okay. three, two, one. Hello, weebs, new and old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Animus, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our completely fresh-faced novice, Will. When you do that intro, are you just like thinking about what you're having for dinner? Because like you've done it so many times now. It's just by, you just an autopilot. There's a lot of autopilot going on there. And that's where most <laughs> of my mistakes make. If I go into like full autopilot, I end up flubbing it. So I, I try to throw in a, a couple of bits here and there. Like, welcome back to Gateway to the Universe, um, Or like changing up the way that I describe how yeah, much I'm of a sure, novice you are. I'm sure all of our listeners notice that. And I'm, I know every, every week. I know it's all of the Deeply nuances, nuances that you... Uh, you choose to do um just changing you the cadence ever so slightly yeah <laughs> yeah welcome back to the anniversary. gateway to the <laughs> anniverse um if you haven't been here before we talk about anime sam tells us to watch a show and we uh, willingly oblige we watch the first three episodes and then we come together to talk about it and say what we think and i i grew up not watching anime so i'm coming at it from a bit of a novice and outsider's point of view however recently i feel like i have been more accustomed to the tropes and everything that we don't really talk about them much. And this week, I think, is a good opportunity to sort of think about some of those things, especially our famous uh, segment, Sketchy Etchy Stuff. Because Yes, yes. And, <laughs> and speaking of things that maybe are not quite a PC nowadays yes. versus at the time. Exactly. Yeah. So um, this week, uh, we are watching You You Hacker Show. And Sam's frozen. I'll just wait for Will to so come back. I'm going to assume he'll be back in a second, and I'm just going to twiddle this my w- thumbs. Twiddle in my thumbs. Twiddle in oh, my thumbs. Oh, there he is. Twiddle in my back. thumbs. Ah, hi. Hey. That was weird. Hey, that was buddy. early this time. 
That was very early. It makes a change. Uh, you said you, I got to uh, this. W- oh, okay. Um, did you finish I, that out? I, I did finish. No, that's where I stopped. I thought that I was waiting for you to interject. Now, um, I, I did finish that sentence and it was uh, this week. We are watching You, You, Hacker Show. Is that how it is yes. said? You, you actually you, you, you actually spelt it wrong on the messenger. Did I? Yeah. What did I say? H A K U S H O. S H U H A K U S H N O. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, don't try and get me like that. I wasn't expecting you to go and check. Yeah, you said you you hakuso. So it's H A K U S O U. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I did that. It didn't it's come up, so I was like, "Oh, I guess he must mean this one." So I watched, I watched Hacker Show, um, and and uh, just well, unfortunately, you've got it completely wrong. With watching oh, no, so oh no, I, I <laughs> the slightly off-brand if, if this uh, is Korean wrong, knockoff. I, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So Sam, tell us, tell tell our wonderful listeners why anyone would want to watch you, you Hacker Show. Listeners, do you like ghosts? Well, do you like spirits? Both of uh, you, do you like ogres? Ogres, How about yes. mundane high school days trying to pass a test? Yep. Ogres. Brilliant. Get Ogres out of my test. Tokyo. <laughs> that was a terrible Shrek impression. Bhutan, it's me, Shrek. <laughs> I'm dying, Bhutan. You've got to take me to the afterlife. I've um, that now. It's painful. My voice yeah. and probably on everybody's ears. Uh, yeah. Do you like dead protagonists? I I have a special place in my heart for dead protagonists after all oh, of the dead protagonists we have. Yeah, on the, true. In the and the sixth sense as well. That's pretty good. Mm. Um, this is a classic battle shonen, uh, which uh, this started airing in 1992 with the manga having come out in 1990. And we it was one of... Just the- a twinkle in our father's eyes. We were. You were barely there. I was a raging supernova in my father's eye. Oh, God. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like that reveals so much more than I wanted it to, but okay. <laughs> um, this was picked up by Studio Piero, uh, who are known for doing Naruto, Bleach, Black Clover, and Tokyo Ghoul. So wow. these guys are kind of the masters of long-running shonen anime series. Yeah. Uh, the quality isn't always up there, especially in uh, interim episodes, and they are known for putting a lot of filler in their work to buy time whilst the manga... Say. Pushes ahead. Hmm. Um, but is they this are, based on a manga, though? This is based on a manga okay. by uh, Togashi, who is also known for his work on Hunter Hunter, which is coming Ooh. back in manga form. That's weird. Soon. I saw that um, come up somewhere yesterday, and I was like, there, there was a, there was, I saw a Twitter conversation or something pop up, and I don't know how. Is there some debate around what the actual title of the show is? Like Hunter X? Whether Hunter, it's Hunter Hunter or it's Hunter yeah. X Hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah the does anyone, debate that will rage for a century. Does anyone come to the conclusion that it's Hunter Squared? Because it's Hunter Hunt, times Hunter. Uh-huh. So it's Hunter Squared. So what would that make Spy X Family? Well, that, uh, well, it, oh God, th- those are two. There's <laughs> two integers. separate entities. Two different integers, so. Uh, let's I call guess. it Z. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, I don't remember algebra. Anyway, um, this week we're looking at a classic battle show and Yu Yu Hakusho to do with spirits and ghosts and hot-blooded manliness. Uh, so if that sounds like it might be up your street, then maybe you should give it a shot. Okay, brilliant. I did give it a shot. You'll be happy to know. And I watched the first oh, three good, episodes. Thank God. Uh, no, you so watched Yu Yu Hakusho. Let's let, okay, right. Let's get into it, and uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you my story about watching the first three of this. <laughs> 
All right, well, yeah. I'm curious. You said my story of watching this. Okay, so yeah, I started to go horribly wrong. No, not really. Well, no, not horribly wrong. Um, I started watching these last night and. I got, went through the first episode and was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I uh, started the second episode and then woke up an hour and a half later uh, on episode five and was like, what oh. happened there? Went to bed <laughs> and had to watch them again this morning because I was uh, very, very tired last night. Um, and uh, yeah, had to had to watch it again this morning with, you know, much fresher, more awake, was uh, more ready for to consume this um this masterpiece of media um oh wow that's high praise well <laughs> there may have been a bit, a bit of hyperbole there um i was gonna say the flowery words versus the look on your face as yeah. you were doing that it was just completely deadpan he looked dead behind the eyes just like this masterpiece of absolute quality i'm feeling very I'm storytelling feeling, I'm, feel, I'm feeling very dry and sarcastic today so there may be a bit of you may have to read beyond no the words what sarcasm never sam it's a it's the lowest form of wit and it's a cheap shot okay so um let's let's talk about it then so um where do we want to go first do you want me to tell you what happens in the first three episodes sam i would love for you to do that because i forgot to ask you about that what happens in the first three episodes well tell me so i'm a guy you 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 you, oh god i've written it yusuke yurameshi yusuke thank you i i wrote it phonetically earlier and was like and then the subtitles came up. I was like, ah, I think I can manage to hold that in my head. And I didn't. Yusuke. <laughs> yeah. So Yusuke uh, dies. He's a teen boy. He dies. He gets. He dies saving a kid. That's episode one. He becomes a ghost and has to stop people cremating his body so he can someday return to it. That's episode two. And episode three, he watches some guy live his life instead of doing anything else. <laughs> That's episode three. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah? I mean... Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this show, especially for what builds itself in the OP as being a battle shonen, a fighting, shooty-shooty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. punchy-punchy show, there's a surprisingly little amount of punching spirits or ogres or monsters. Yeah, there's a lot, there's of, a lot punching of punching other delinquents. Fighting. Yeah, oh my God, there's so much violence. <laughs> so many- <laughs> Glorious it- 90s cartoon violence. Exactly, like... The, the the testosterone filled youth of this Japanese society or wherever this is supposed this is to be. This is a man's promise. It's just just people beating each other and it's just everyone seems to want to fight. There's just groups of people. Like I don't think we meet a schoolgoer, someone at this someone a, a teen that doesn't want to fight. Everyone's just like up for it's like Greece. Just everyone's there to <laughs> just it was there get to into throw hands. little gangs. Yeah. We're just going to throw down. Um, and apparently Yusuke is like 14, they say. 14, and yet he can go toe-to-toe with guys twice his size and yeah, seems yeah. to have the fighting instincts of a trained martial artist. Oh, he's phenomenal. <laughs> when, when he picks up against Kuwabara in the first episode, yeah, and he, like, he hits him with the right hook and then he leaps through the air. So whilst yeah. he's still flying, he nails him with a flying knee. Yeah. He's, like, wow. he's phenomenal. Like, and, and later on, and they, 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 you know, very clearly exp- drop comments later on. It's like, oh, no one's hit like that. No, no one can fight like that except for Yusuke. Um, or you, yeah, Yusuke. Um, so it's very clear that our boy, our protagonist is very he's the best puncher uh, is, in is town. the best, best puncher in town. And, um, 
that's his his thing. He's also a delinquent. He's he, he, yes, he, typical he delinquent. Skives from school and turns up late, and he's got the big pompadour. Yeah, his hair's all like slicked back, and yeah, he's, he squats on the roof and eats chocolates when he's not supposed to. Yeah, and wears green Ooh. instead of blue. Like the, the Ooh, effort he's gone breaking to, the to rules. be a delinquent. Like <laughs> I bought. Like I could have just got the school. I probably had a school uniform and then dyed it a different color. Rather, like, it seems that he's gone above and beyond. Like delinquents traditionally just are lazy, so they don't conform. Like they don't want to fit into a mold, so they. But here he goes above and beyond to be an isolated delinquent. Unless I guess it's like it a comes- gang thing. It, it's more so the culture of Japan at the time. Like in the eight, late 80s and early 90s, Japan did have quite a big uh, delinquent problem. And these delinquents were, uh, they were affectionately known as Yankees um, because they based a lot of their bravado and outspoken uh, personality on Americans because this was like post post-war japan where the yeah. economy was starting to tick back up but none of the kids wanted to be part of the establishment and part of the norm so right. a lot of these youths would get into gangs and they'd have the big like flamboyant hair and they'd get mm. into fights with other people and they'd purposely skive off school or um do do things to stand out and be against the grain to get rid of that um you want, group like, high mind molest, mental. molester their friends yeah, there's also that. Um, Yusuke <laughs> is a sex pest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit dodgy it, it, and it's, it's definitely just, appealing to kid humor. It's like, ha ha ha, he looked at her pants. Ha ha ha, he grabbed oh, her tits. Good. Yeah, but it's just dated, isn't it? Like, it's, it's just so up, dated up, and it's so gross. and groping. It's just like. I knew that it was you from the sexual harassment that you yeah. always inflict upon me, Yusuke. Like, even though it's a completely different guy. Yeah. Oh, but it's just I mean, a prank. It's just yeah. a prank, Will. The the best character is absolutely Kiwabara. Oh, absolutely. He's so and I good. think the community agrees with you. Like he's he's just the best. He's got this I, I, did you watch this in the dub? Yeah. <laughs> I love his dub voice. Hey, Irineshi, it's me, Kiwabara. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yeah. it was dropped on his head. Yeah, he does. Like you, you know he's an idiot from the first, from the word get go. He just he's always looking to fight no matter what. And you see like glimmers of his backstory, like when um, Yusuke takes over Yusuke, Yusuke takes over his body, and he's going around. He's like, does does oh Kubabara just fight every, everyone? Is he just getting into fights with anyone? <laughs> just everyone keeps starting on him, and 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 when like when Yusuke does grope his friend. Uh, and he comes back to reality and he's just like, yeah, I probably deserved that. <laughs> I probably deserved it. Yeah, uh, sorry. I mean, he's got a heart of gold because he comes back later to defend her honor from the attempted yeah, rapists. Yeah. But like also the, the lengths he goes uh, to, to stop his mate getting uh, his job. Um, yeah. Getting sacked from his job. Like oh, that whole third episode just, is just all about him. And you just, and you it's so good. But, uh, he's, a, he's a dumbass with a heart of gold. Yeah. And I, I love Kurobara. He's but let's amazing. get let's let's get back to the crux of it. So, um, Yusuke is this delinquent. His teachers and uh, principal, I guess, are very much like you're a waste of space and you you're need rubbish. to. You'll never amount to anything. You'll never, yeah, you'll never amount to anything. And then we find out his mum is a bit of a deadbeat. 
A deadbeat, yeah, okay, she's, yeah. She's just at home, asleep in the middle of the day, smoking a lot. Smoking, uh, drinking. And then he, out of nowhere, <laughs> he saves a kid from getting hit by a car. Um, uh, <laughs> there are some good moments, like when you find out, it's, it tries to be so meaningful, <laughs> and it's like, ah. Oh, he finally did, did something it. good, and then, yeah. and then we meet um, Botan. 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 Yeah. Uh, the who... worst British accent I've ever heard. Okay, fair. I didn't. I didn't. I guess so. Yeah, I, I didn't pick that up, but I'm, I'll take your word for it. She's um, basically like like. Well, what's the mythology here? Because she's supposed to be the Grim Reaper. She's on the River so Styx, talks, which is the River Styx, but she's also wearing a kimono and riding on a broom. Yeah, yeah, we're just merging all kinds of uh, historic uh, uh, mythology here, I guess. Um, but anyway, she's supposed to be the Grim Reaper, which I like. I think that's a fun twist on the classical Grim Reaper Skeleton character. Skeleton Scytheman. Yeah, I guess also, though, um, attractive fanfic, like, let's put some put a cute girl instead yeah. of Here's a scary, scary Grim a scary Reaper character. Also, you can have cute skeletons. I don't want to hear that skeletons can't be cute. Yeah, let's not be um, bonused. Um, <laughs> that's a, probably got another meaning. Um, oh, God. What other show did we watch where they had a girl who... the uh, Oh, when she catches the guy. He doesn't die, but she, she, like the, she catches the guy who's trying to kill himself and... Oh, Platinum End. Yeah, Platinum End. Um, it's like, your angel is a cute girl with a yeah. really Why round not? butt. I will be your guide from here on out. Okay. Um, so tell- yeah, Botan yeah. arrives and comes to take Yusuke away. And you thought, Will, <laughs> you thought that we were done with Isekai. He got hit by the car and he was like, oh, he's dead. Good. Yeah. He didn't get teleported yeah. to another world. No. Then boom, spirit world, bitch. Yeah. Spirit Yu world. Show is at least one twentieth in Isekai. So I said that I've been uh, reading Percy Jackson and the afterlife here is very much like in Percy Jackson because at the end of the book, they go to meet... Uh, they get they go to the afterlife and they want to go and, and basically they're in a, a waiting room and there's a guy there on the desk and they're like there's just all these souls walking around and it's very sort of like um what's the word that sort of just means and that office like is there a word that what i know the one you mean it's like on the tip of my tongue yeah anyway very- I, I had I had um, parallels drawn uh, in my mind. I was like, ah, oh, this is a bit like, you know, trying to make it like a corporate, like an everyday sort of mundane job where... Corporate, um, that's the one. Yeah. What um, is this? The dead person stock exchange? Exactly, yeah. Um, There's some great one-liners in this. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some bad one-liners as well. What was the... Uh... <sighs> I loved... Oh, hey, Kurobara, oh. you're conscious. I'm not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Now there was one was like you shouldn't talk; it makes you sound stupid. Oh like, god, oh, yeah. Okay, that's almost as Poor bad singer. as people die when they are killed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they. Um, he, he goes to meet the the king, and yes. he's not uh, what he thought. Koenma, I think. Sure, sure. And he's a, he's a fun little old guy, and. Um, yeah, it's a little baby. Sort of doesn't really take him very seriously. Sh- shut up, Siri. Um, <laughs> and Yusuke sort of laughs in his face, and the guy does nothing about it, really, apart from to tell him to stop. Um, stop doing that. Here's an egg. 
I it gives him an egg. Give yeah. you no further explanations other than you you either going to get eaten or you come back to life. Now yeah, be go good, be good and get a pet monster, egg. or be bad and get eaten by the egg. Um, yeah, it's basically the, and the this is ordeal Sophie's that he has choice. to go through. Yeah, and um, he he starts doing things, and then there's a lot of sort of tangents, I guess. There's just a lot of dossing about. Yeah, there is so he, much dossing about. He comes. How back. long? How long does he talk? So he basically in in episode two he gets yeah. he's got to stop his body being cremated because he can't mm-hmm. go back if he hasn't got a body to his whole yeah he wants to go back in his body but he can't yet for some reason although his body is alive now for some reason um, and unconscious so why can't he just possess it like he does with the girl yeah I don't know so he has to somehow communicate to the living not to burn his body. And it takes him all episode. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole scene where he's like, he pes- he possesses Kubabara's body. And that's quite a fun scene. You know, he's, oh, he's got an hour to do it. Otherwise, bad things will happen to his body. Um, and he gets to <laughs> the girl, his, his love Kate interest, Christ. and is basically trying to tell her not to burn his body. And he takes 59 so out of the 60 seconds. God. Yeah, he's just like, I need to tell you this thing. So I'm probably going to have to say it pretty quickly because I only have one minute left. So, you so know, I'm going to say this to you in until, the straightest way possible. <laughs> yes, I, I'll think really carefully about how best to say this thing that, oh no, it's just too say late. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very sort of trying to draw it out as long as possible. Um, it does get it done as well. So it's not even like. They have time to. St- oh no, they didn't really have time to spare run out yeah because he says he's, he has like he checks the clock he's got 10 minutes left when he starts talking to those girls yeah and all about four minutes pass yeah so he had time could have bags of time and then nice and time. then it it cuts back to the real kuwabara hugging it's her. just like yeah yeah i get a hug from a girl she hits him um yeah, it's fun. Some yeah um so from the word go, this OP sets it up with this. Let's talk about the OP because it's a big part of what we're missing in this these first three episodes. Yeah, um, very true. It's the, the OP is the advert for the show that you've got to look forward to. Yeah. After yeah. we set the tone. Is this going to be like Smallville where it like ends the, the very end of the of the last episode? He reveals the Superman <laughs> logo. It's like, yes, yes, we know. This isn't a twist. We we know who he is. Can we see some <laughs> Supermaning, please? Um, no, yeah. no flying for you, only running very fast. So the OP reveals that uh, our main cast are going to get some sort of powers and lightning swords yep. and can shoot elemental energy out of their hands and i am immediately hooked and i am like yes this looks awesome this is gonna be good this looks oh, so it's got a classic art style yeah very i mean the, it's got some nice jazz I, I think the animation and stuff is pretty good for the time period it's it seems fairly it's all right, is it? I, I, I i they didn't cut they could have cut a lot more corners and i thought um compared to some of the more modern stuff we've watched recently it wasn't that bad um so yeah it's, definitely it's, yeah. It, it's a show that definitely holds up and a lot of people do go back to it frequently there's a reason that it's a seen as a kind of a classic throughout the um the shonen community and why people yeah. will always go back to it and a lot of it comes down to the fact that the production at the time had a very passionate director and that they wanted their best to convey the feeling of the manga and you get these really good reaction faces and 
um, you see some corners are cut, but the way in which they cut them actually, I feel, adds to the scene. Like the big moment in episode two where um, Yusuke possesses Kuwabara for the first time and he beats up those first group of thugs. Yeah, we don't really we don't see a smooth fight. We don't see the punches landing and then him pulling back. He throws the punch and then it's a still frame. It's like an impact frame that lingers for two or yeah. three seconds of yeah. the resulting punch. Yeah. And I feel like that actually adds more to it because the drawing suddenly gets so much more detailed and it spins a little bit and you kind of get this, again, that impact of this is what's happening. Um, yeah, I mean, they, I think they, were, they, they definitely could have done more, but they, they could have done less as well. The amount of fighting in this show, they'd still try and give you a little bit of um, yeah. what's actually going on and some, some of it's more in-depth than others um, but they you know any of these sorts of fights you've seen it time and time before where they'll just have punching noises as the camera pans away and like leaves them sort of mm. just fighting and they pan across a still frame which it doesn't do it does at least try and keep it interesting and keep it visually sort of entertaining yeah and, and this is again this is a planned to be a long running show this came out as the manga was hitting about its halfway point. So they knew that they were going to go for a long time. They had right. other shows like Dragon Ball airing around the same time. And that was kind of the, the template for these long running shows. And they do a good job. They give us enough to keep us engaged. The music's pretty good. The mm. um, colors are really nice, especially they get the shading for the different times of day um, pulled off in a really nice manner, which you don't tend to see a lot of. There's a really stark visual difference between the... Uh, living world of tokyo which is very detailed and complex in the designs of the houses and the background art and then when they go to the spirit world it's a lot more barren and it's a lot more yeah. pastel colors and you really get the feel that he has been taken to this other world and i think the art direction and direction in general yeah is it's pretty good cool but yeah sorry back to the the op is oh right our, yeah our four boy band boys and uh the amazing englishified japanese song yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where to go. So when uh, yeah. I feel like crying, the song I I liked. I thought it was all right. It's yeah, cheesy, uh, isn't it? It is. It is easy. Um, I, they they did try to sort of match up some of the stuff. You know, we talked last week a lot about um matching up the the music to the visuals and stuff, and I thought that worked fairly well here. Um, mm. there was a few moments, a few transitions that sort of dropped on the beats. Um. Yeah, there's there's your classic monster stills, groups group shots of the guys fighting monsters, shooting yep. them with your fingers, destroying Make them with as cool as possible, um, falling from the sky, you know, running, running, running. Um, it's it's a, a interesting opening because it shows you what's to come, and I uh, it did sort of hook me in. Like I say, I'm a sucker for uh, elemental hand fighting. It looks cool. elemental hand fighting. Yeah avatar all over again um yeah, yeah i gave it a arrogant protagonist out of 10 because we've seen it all before Ooh. but boy do we like it <laughs> yeah very good uh nice i give it a uh manly rivalry out of 10 a manly rivalry. because it's for similar reasons you know, i don't know it's it's hot-blooded and Every man's got a rival, according to Kurabara. Yeah, and anime in general, whatever. I guess. Um, True. That's interesting. Are there any? Are there many shows where the male protagonist has had a female rivalry? Would Kaguya-sama 
count? <laughs> I guess, but that is a romance thing, isn't it? And but that, but love is war. Will love is war, as the OP does tell us. Um, I'm trying to think. Actually, uh, I kill the kill. Oh, no, because yeah, the the main main rival in Kill the Kill is uh, it's is another girl. Um, mm. It's a really good point, especially like main character. Yeah, I'm sure there are people out there who can mm. uh, tell me. But in terms of like traditional shonen rivalry, you don't really tend to see it all that often. Yeah. Anyway, very if anyone uh, knows of any, you know, uh, hit us up and uh, we'll we'll maybe give that an, uh, a watch next because that would be fun actually to see. Uh, that dynamic, see how they do that in Japanese, because obviously we we know ha- Japanese media potentially has its shortcomings in certain areas, and it'd be fun to see no. how they do. Never, it's perfect, yeah. it's immaculate, you can do no wrong. Mm. I bet, I bet there is. I bet we've watched some that we're just not thinking of. But um, I think, I guess there was a show called what's it called, Medica Box, which was where. There was a girl protagonist and she punched a lot of people. I don't know, man. I... <laughs> the, Whatever. Yeah, some obscure thing. No, I, I bet there is. I bet we're missing some really obvious ones. But um, anyway, let's get back to Yu Yu. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho. Why is it called Yu Yu Hakusho? What does that mean? I really don't know. Yusuke, uh, I guess. Yeah. Yu Yu. Yaku is 100. Well, uh, Haku. Hyaku. Hyaku. So it's still not the right thing. Um, oh, okay. Meaning. Uh, oh, the, the title of the series literally translates as the white, the white Book of Melancholy or the White Book About Ghosts. Oh. And then in there English, they changed it to Yu Yu Hakusho Ghost Files or Poltergeist Report. Uh, Poltergeist uh-huh. Report? That's horrible. Welcome to Poltergeist Report. Ooh. Yeah, doom doom. Um, <laughs> so, um, so uh, Yakusho, no, Yasuke, 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 Yusuke, Yusuke, Yusuke. Right, Yusuke. His uh, his death was pointless, right? Oh my god, that's possibly the best joke of the whole three yeah. episodes, other that's than so good. a moment in episode three. But it's just so brutal. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I saved that boy. He's so well, actually, as well. if you hadn't have intervened he'd have been he would have fine. swerved to the left and he would have got one less cut actually so you've actually actively made it worse and died in the process good job yeah. dumbass yeah yeah it's just so your death was completely wasted <laughs> um, so we don't and- actually have a place ready for you yet so and right before that as well he's so wholesome because he's just like ah, oh, i'm glad the kid's all right i'm at peace yeah take me take me where take me want. he's like a funny thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually the driver would have swerved um which it's it's tough because i think that this uh show starts with some really good ideas and some really interesting bits and pieces especially with the demon world and uh, sorry spirit world stuff mm. and then it just shelves it for yeah. ages it does a bit like, um the the, the whole both ton doesn't really do much no she doesn't she's there as sort of um like an a, a bit of an expositor, a bit of a sort of uh, carrier for the for the audience and for um, for Yusuke to sort of just get an understanding of what's going on in different situations and explain why things are happening. But she's a bit, yeah, like a bit of a narrator sort of thing. Um, and the second episode, 
It's all about the, I mean, the, the main thing is the uh, memorial, isn't it? It's the um, funeral and stuff. Oh, yeah, he goes to the wake. The wake, and sorry, yeah. Yeah, the wake, definitely not the funeral, because the funeral is what he stops in episode mm. two again. No, yeah. wake is the end of episode one. Oh, the wake is the end of episode one, and the funeral is episode two. Okay, so, yeah, yeah the, I like the funeral scene. I thought that was nice. Um, him the listening wake. in. The wake. Wake up, Will. Um, yeah, and him sort of seeing how his teachers and classmates sort of thought about him and watching Kuwabara just like in tears Kick trying in. to fight his pitcher. And, uh, I, love, I love that bit. Again, yeah. this is why Kuwabara is the best because he bursts in like snot running down his face like, you promised me, you promised me, Yusuke. And that everyone's trying to hold him back. And yeah. it's like, it's that typical hot-blooded manliness yeah like he can't deal with his emotions in other ways he's just so he's just lashing out yeah um but that that whole scene is a very special kind of existential horror where it's like anytime it's like imagine what it would be like to visit your own funeral or your own wake or your own like whatever and just to see hopefully the impact that you've had on people and yeah. then the other side of things is, what if you haven't? Like, so Yusuke goes there completely expecting for this to be people turning up just because they have to, or for people to be happy that he's gone and yeah. that nobody cares about him. And he's just a footnote in everybody else's story. And he gets this shocking revelation that actually lots of people did care about him, even though he didn't always make the right choices. And you see his mom is just broken in the corner. His yeah. teacher is chewing out the other teachers who are pleased that he's gone. And yeah. It's just thinking about it in real life is just that it's just kind of horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And thankfully, we'll never have to do that. Um, <laughs> Until you're, the new brain chip implant from Tesla Industries <laughs> is installed <laughs> in the back of our brains, allowing you to upload your brain to the cloud and view your own funeral via live stream. I mean, yeah, <laughs> probably not far off. Um, Thanks, Black Mirror yeah um but yeah so we get to we get to see like how everyone thinks about him and is what's the girl called sorry uh keiko keiko she um sort of declares her sort of undying love for the guy which wasn't really clear from anything else so far um yeah we know that uh, they're maybe childhood friends yeah, they sort of know each other, and you know she's she sort of calls him out a lot for and doesn't really listen to the to the hype. Um, but yeah, their, their their relationship goes very quickly into sort of like, oh no, we are now going to be a thing. It's very clear. There's, it's not it's it's not a will we won't we situation by the end of like episode. It's two. a when will we? Yeah, it's when will we? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the romance aspect is very speedy, and it feels like a big swerve. Especially because he spends the whole first scene with her just ignoring her, calling her names, and then peeping at her panties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Again, like, it's just not good. <laughs> like, don't. It's, just, it's not why? a good look, dude. Just, why would you do like, that? Like, yeah, sure, you get slapped, but th- that's sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's and, and she still likes this guy. Like, this is still. I can't believe that in the for. year 2022, we're about to cancel Yusuke Urameshi. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've yeah, seen I your old tweets, Yusuke. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to be that guy. I don't want to cancel things. I'm not going to, you know, 
just to sew in a piece of media because it's dated and yeah exactly like and again a lot of that stuff is there as shorthand to kind of show off his playful nature and to be kind of to get the boys in the door in the first few chapters yeah yeah like, it's, it's, it's potentially he's not the best way of doing it but at the end of the day these not. are cartoons it's just it's, you do just think though like you know someone who was obsessed with this show if you if, it, if it's as big like i didn't i've never heard of this but like growing up if everyone was sort of watching this show the fighting element everyone's getting into fights you know you you want to play you you uh hack a show in the playground at school right we're going to be fighting we're going to be punching and beating everyone up um and we're going to be then groping all the girls and looking up the skirts like the uh <laughs> it's potentially not the best uh role oh model God. for society but uh but following the banning of pokemon cards we shall also be banning you hack a show from school <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Pokemon does... But have you heard about Beyblades? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but anyway, that aside, um, their romance does sort of seem to kick off. And yeah, then then everything just takes a big big pause while we follow um, Kurobara around. Passing his And I get that you want to introduce the character and kind of... Because clearly, again, the OP sets us up. It's Chekhov's Kurobara. He's here and he's loud and he's in the op so therefore he must have a bigger role than just to be the right punching yeah. bag for the first few episodes yeah. but is now the time you've just introduced this awesome idea of there being this spiritual world and, and there's an afterlife and yusuke is going to get the chance to overcome an ordeal and return and maybe we'll find out more about these spirits and then it's just oh man i really hope kuwabara passes the science test <laughs> yeah yeah and i really hope what was the other thing he had to do oh not have a fight yeah. Um, I love the fact that Kuwabara versus literally anybody else other than Yusuke is actually a really competent dude. Like the guy punches him dead on and he just doesn't flinch. Yeah. But because he's been fighting Yusuke, who's just a monster. He's just yeah. insane. He's like, yeah. that's why everyone's fighting him in town. Like he beats up everybody else in town. And the only guy who can beat him is Yusuke. Is it's such Black a good dynamic. all over again. Like he's just been doing oh a thousand press-ups <laughs> constantly. And like he's got to the point where he can just take any punches. Uh, except. But they're just the more naturally talented kid <laughs> takes him out every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the end of episode three, we do potentially have more of a feeling and a backstory for Kuwabara than we do for Yusuke, which potentially Absolutely. is a bit too much of a, a swing the other way. Um, but hey-ho, like we're seeing the whole thing through Yusuke's perspective. So we do get to know him and we get to know sort of like what he um, holds, what 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 he... Uh, what his what, values are. What his values are, yeah, his, exactly. Because even though he's rough around the edges, again, this is a story about a kid with a heart of gold and blood of lava so <laughs> and i think it's interesting that the two main characters that we've met so far in terms of yusuke and kurabara are both delinquent characters whereas in most shonen yeah maybe the main character is kind of rough again yeah, he's he might have a rough or they, narrow side, yeah side. but yeah, yeah i he, guess or they're special like in armin. some way um yeah in- got armin even Eren still even though he's angry he still joins the military it's not like he's yeah, he's outspoken, but, but he's I would, not. Yeah, but I would say they like, are still contrast contrasting a lot. Like, uh, you know, Armin is the straight and narrow sort of like, no, we need to do things strategically. Oh yeah, yeah. And, stuff. and Aaron will just in terms go of dynamics, I completely yeah. agree. Um, I just mean in terms of both characters being complete social outcasts and yeah, 
That's an Attack on Titan it. reference, by the way, if anyone hasn't heard of that. It's a, uh, a, what's that? a fairly, what's, what's that show? A fairly popular show. Um, really? Never heard of it. No? No, but you have heard no? of Yu Yu Hacker's show. <laughs> yeah. Because anyone listening to this episode um, presumably uh, knows it's, the show. It's pretty underground. I don't, you probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. And, and there's loads of shows like that. What was the one we watched recently with the demons and the magic school? And um, Oh, Blue Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar sort of thing. Um, straight and narrow yeah. character, brother. Um, yeah, so and I get what you mean. just got two dumb asses. I love the, the moment where it's, uh, ha, Kuwabar is dumber than me. Oh, yeah, what yeah, did yeah. you get? Well, he got, got a seven a and I got a 12. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's dumber than me. I got a 12. <laughs> just the I love Yusuke's dub performance. I love the dub for this in general. I've tried watching this in sub before, and it just yeah, doesn't yeah. hit the same way. Okay, cool. That's nice. Yay, I, one for the dubs. Woo! Dub team, dub team. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's just good all around. I think that the guy voicing Yusuke has this, I don't know, overconfident swagger to him that comes across really well in his voice. Like when he's complaining about stuff, he's grumbling, or like when he's worked up like he's not afraid mm. to just yell into the mic yeah and it's yeah it's, it's nice and kuwabara's voice he's voiced by uh chris sabat who goes on to play vegeta in dragon ball c which right. is like a keystone of my he's all might as well now ah, so this was like one might. of his first gigs never worry you Rameshi. i am here <laughs> uh, um cool 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 um where cool. do we want to go next uh, do you want to do the ED? Sure, sure, we can do the ED. I haven't got a lot to say about ED. I like the visuals. I thought it was nice that they mixed up um, the, the character stills and sort of, um, you know, there's sort of like action shots in there, stills, but like mm-hmm. fun shots and stuff and fighting. And um, the music, don't really have a lot to say about it. it was yeah, okay. it's just another English-sized ED song. Yeah, I like the lighting at the start when it's the their silhouettes and then the coloured lights light yeah. up specific parts of them in the right ways and the right shades. I thought mm. that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, other than that, really forgettable. I didn't even remember the ED for my first <laughs> two times watching this. Right, so just completely over my head. Uh, yeah, I give exactly. it a yeah, very forgettable K-pop boy bands yearly calendar out of ten cool i give it a glass of water out of 10 oh wow (laughs) (laughs) that's just yeah absolutely dead in the middle right right like it's 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 necessary for the show to exist yeah yeah but it doesn't mean you have to like it or it has to taste good no it's it's necessary you're not going to remember it. Like, who remembers a glass of water? <laughs> like, oh, I do after a hot day. I have that first glass of water out the fridge. Yeah, but, but this is just a glass of water, dude. This is this is not. I give this a glass of water tap. on a hot, uh, you know, an ice cold glass of water on a hot day after a after a run through the park. No, this is just a a glass. This is just this bottle right here. This is just yeah, re- lukewarm. Glass of water, yeah, not, not really. Anything. I mean, it's not lukewarm. Okay, like slightly, slightly cool. Um, nice welcome back to our asmr water drinking stream yeah <laughs> what an easy job asmr is right, if you I get- know, dude, did you see the asmr clip of that 
uh, that woman with the ear microphone and she just had it in her mouth and was just like making the lewdest noises possible. And this was on Twitch and she didn't get demonetized. <laughs> okay. I still fail Again, to see how that's easiest not, job not, ever. not particularly easy. Um, also, that is not all ASMR though, is it? Like I can literally just stand here and be like, um, I don't know, what have I got around me? Uh, bubble wrap. Bubble? Yeah, paper that can crinkle. Oh my god! Wait, do I have bubble wrap? No, I could, don't have bubble wrap. You got me excited then. I have, the, I have this. Do you like that, Sam? Like, I don't know if like that's like coming it? through on your end, but it definitely didn't come through on my end. I don't oh, think okay. it'll, it'll come through for the listeners, I'm sure. Uh, I'll boost it. Yeah. Or find like a. What about okay, are you ready for for my ASMR sound? You ready? Yeah. Did you just fart? I purposely left it blank so I can find some random ASMR sound off of uh, YouTube. <laughs> and then just nice. like, I'm going to find like a you're, proper you're 3D audio thing of somebody going, queuing this. Just... <laughs> <laughs> ha 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 ha. Um, anything else you have to say about Yu Yu Hakusho? Any odds and um, ends before I guess we go into the question? There was another funny, there was another funny bit when um, she goes off. She's like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this quest? And he's like, nah. You're all right. And it's just like, huh, well, I'm going to go away. Why don't you have a think about it and d- tell me later when you decide? And it's like, are you deaf? I just I decided. decided. I, I just did it. It's it's just like um, just calling out the flaws of like other anime where it's like, yeah, where it's like well, I, I know that you'll change your mind later. So yeah, I'll come back. Something's like, going to happen that's going to make you change your, your mind. It's like, no, I, I've done it. Um, yeah, I, 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 like I the... ragged on her a bit earlier, but she does have some brilliant lines throughout. Like, there's there's two bits that stood out to me. Uh, there's, do you want to see my impression of you later, Yusuke? <laughs> oh, look, I'm burning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was done so like like it took it uh, at first because that was almost like it seemed a bit out of character as well. I was just. It wasn't because she does have those good one-liners, but I was just like, "Oh, that's a joke." Okay, right. It took me a while to oh. sort of process what she was doing. <laughs> was that I was a like, threat, or is that <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> She's pulling his leg? Yeah, and her other good. bit is when Kurobara is fighting the uh, the assaulters who tried to get Keiko. Uh, like just as the scene's about to cut, you just hear a shout: "Go for his kidneys!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love her. Yeah, no, she is good. I, I do think she's quite fun. You know, she's small. She's uh, little moments. She's not in it too much, to be fair. And her importance yeah. isn't that relevant at the minute. But it's just like, yeah, she's got a good, a few good one-liners. Um, I really liked the um, crush scene and the way that was portrayed. I thought that was mm. um, the way surprisingly brutal. Over it. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, and. Um, it was, it was fun. It, again, it was, um, I guess it's the character and the voice actor, but Yusuke, when he's reacting to the little kid, he's just um, quite like, he starts pulling the faces. He, he, he like shouts at the kid to start with. He's like, you shouldn't be playing ball on the street. You know, there's cars there. And the kid's a bit sort of taken aback. And then he starts doing all his goofy, doing the peekaboo. Yeah. And then it, it like cuts back and he's like fully like morphed his figure. Goblin. The, the goblin little character. And uh making the kid laugh and just showing his like good nature. And then, um, mm. and then the kid's like, he goes off and the, he's like, just remember, don't play ball on the street. And he carries on. And he turns around. What did I just say? <laughs> what did I, doing it again. What an idiot. 
and then it's like, oh, screw it. I don't care if he gets hit by a car. And then a car. And, and then here comes the car. Like, oh, the crap. Yeah. Yeah, that play-by-play is really nice. And yeah, I'm glad he wasn't just immediately isekai <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, right. Let's move into the big questions then and see. Oh, one final thing. Okay, okay. Right, sorry. The f- yeah. Episode three. Yeah. Beautiful moment when Kuwabara's walking to school and he's ignoring the other delinquents. And then they're going to go beat him up. Mm, and they yeah. push a girl and knock her out. Oh, yeah. And Yusuke goes, I have the perfect plan. <laughs> Dives into this high school girl's body and we just get an uninterrupted two-minute sequence of him beating the shit out of these four delinquents. Yeah. Three delinquents. And as a schoolgirl. Not... not- not uh, not giving up, just kicking the <laughs> no crap mercy. out of them while they're on the ground. Yeah, no mercy. Through the this fence, is Cobra Kai. on top of him. Picks him up, starts bashing him in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. It's incredible. It, it's a really good joke, especially because most of the girls we've seen in this series so far, aside from Botan, who just has the attitude to end all attitudes, have yeah. just been kind of wet blankets and been scared of everybody and not really done anything apart from pine after people. Well... Is that fair? I mean, his his girl interest, like she slaps him and knocks him out a couple of times, and is, you know, visibly upset. Yeah. Like she has she has her soft moments because her, her love interest has has died. But like then she's, you know, she's confident enough to slap the crap out of uh, Kuwabara, who's two separate people. Yeah. yeah, and and like we see her confidence in front of the other girls when they're like, oh my god, have you heard about? Uh, I don't know why I'm doing such an American accent when when she's a. Uh, <laughs> When Yusuke, she's like, oh, we heard about Yusuke. He's like, he's so dangerous and he's got, he can just click his fingers and all these guys appear. And she's just like, he couldn't take on two guys, let alone a, which is a weird thing to say. It didn't really land. But anyway, she, she sort of was just very dismissive of Yusuke and like, what he's just harmless. He's all bravado. It's all talk. And, you know, I mean, okay, that's, that's fair. I guess. I I guess it's, it's just typical Shonen syndrome where, it, like in the OP, we see that she's not got powers. She's right. She's there. Okay. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, yeah you're right. She, she's got a, she's got a good fiery attitude. A, yeah. And... She's got a bit of attitude. She's, um, who's, oh God, who's, is it gay? It's not going to be Gail. Who's the reporter Gail. in TNMT? April O'Neil. April, not Gail. Well done. How funny. I can see that. Yeah. Your brain's out of <laughs> I, like, I know this. I'm sure I know this. She's April O'Neil. She's Lois Lane. She's she's the sort mm. of side, the good, side, uh, fiery sidekick that's going to, um, yeah. She's also down to earth and doesn't have the powers, and, but yeah, exactly. fight in her own way. Yeah. Yeah. While yeah. the men do the real fighting. <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so anyway, on to the three questions before yes. we dig that any further. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we are going to ask three questions of Yu Yu Hakusho. We're going to ask, is the concept good and is it executed in an engaging way? We're going to ask if there are any turnoffs. And we're also going to ask, does it make us want to watch more? Uh, and then ultimately decide if we think this is a show that we okay. Give to a novice. I'm going to do it all three in one. Are you ready? Okay. There is a bar, an energy bar on the screen. It's an imaginary energy bar. Nobody can see it. Okay. You've got to picture it in your is mind. It like a, is it like a Mega Man energy bar? Like Who? a Mega Man? Like a super, yeah, Mega Man. Mega Man. 
Um, the game, Mega Man. Pew, 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 I, pew. I don't know. Is it uh, like a Halo energy bar? No, it, it, uh... it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, an energy bar, dude. Like, you know. Like a health know. bar? Yeah, health bar. Let's, let's call it like Can a it be Link's bar. hearts from, uh. Dude, it could be can whatever be a health you want. Bar. Whatever you're okay. imagining right now, it's that. Okay. It's. Wow. It's figurative. It's metaphoric. Dad, you're back? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you an did, energy bar, Dad? Did, did you get, get out of there? Dad. <laughs> Why is one of your eyes missing? It looks burnt. Like a supernova was in there. <laughs> ah, ah, nicely done. Ah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this energy bar is full at the minute. At the beginning of episode one, we see the OP and it's like, okay, I am well on board with this concept. I love it. And as the three episodes go on, that bar starts to decrease because we don't get any of that stuff at all. Mm. And... A lot of the good bits sort of bump it up. It sort of it stump. It comes back up. It's like um like the stock market. It's it's having little peaks and little troughs, but it's all on a downward spiral at the minute. It's just continuously dropping little okay. shimmers here and there. And by the end of episode three, we need to decide really is is it still high enough that we put this in the universe? Because by the end of episode three, we still have had none of this stuff that sort of hooked me at the begin the from the op mm. and. You know, I would be happy to say, based on the OP alone, the concept is good enough because it's it's fiery, it's energetic, it's got superpowers or some sort of spiritualization, you know, elemental stuff, goblins, fantasy, someone's died, reincarnated sort of stuff. Why not? Mm. Yeah, good concept. But as that bar drops, as we don't get anything else, any any sort of execution of that concept mm. it's hard to say it's tough definitely um, there's a similar series uh, that suffers almost from the same stuff called uh, Hitman Reborn where it's almost what everybody remembers about the show being so good comes 40 chapters in <laughs> when it takes a drastic shift into a different kind of show altogether mm. A new Yuhaka show is still in the awkward finding its feet, introducing its characters and deciding what it wants to be staged by the end of episode three. Like we don't even really have that high stakes. Um, I don't know if you watched the preview for episode four. Yes, with the fire. Now, for me, that got me more excited than any other part of the first episode, apart from maybe, and I will say I do like episode three with Kuwabara. It is, I think it's, it's a not good episode. I, signed, I think it's, I it's think just it's not what you sign well. up for. It's just not what I signed up for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. um, it's and that's that. That's the problem. I completely agree with you. I think based on the first three episodes, you're getting almost this not monster of the week, but like scenario of the week of what Yusuke has to do as a ghost to try and not have his body killed or how he's going to get back to yeah life. it's like like the um the writers are throwing problems at him to stop him getting into the main plot <laughs> yeah which is almost the exact reverse problem of something like black clover or yeah uh, or like, like uh shaman king like yeah that's, where that's it's another like example where it's quite you know speedy to the point it's like here you go we're doing shaman fights here's a shaman yeah, fight yeah. let's go black clover it's a world of magic Oh, look, he's not got any magic. Oh, he's got some magic. Okay, so, there's a cool fight. Let's go. It's a counter-argument. And it's not really mm-hmm. a counter-argument because we base it on the first three. But is this suffering from what we sort of said about Naruto in that um, it's of its oh, time? Like, early 90s, 
the formula that we are talking about right now, where those first three smash, we talk about a lot with a lot of modern shows where they mm. know the recipe for Shonen and it's quick, get them in there. The first three episodes have a mini arc, mini arc and sort of have everything nicely well wrapped up and the clear, the concept and um, the concept is clearly executed and the plot and the longitudinal journey of the show is sort of laid out here mm. it isn't at all and because they potentially that power of three the first three episodes that you talk about with anime um mm. isn't established in 92 yeah almost certainly i think you see this a lot with older properties and like i said there was the example with hitman reborn before and even with stuff like dragon ball or jojo's bizarre adventure any of the older stuff the older stuff that really sticks around and actually has lasted through multiple zeitgeists is the stuff that was willing to adapt and change the core formula of what it is for things like dragon ball it went from a comedy slapstick manga into a focused martial arts battle manga with comedy moments with um jojo's bizarre adventure it went from a masculine punching muscle men show into a tactical bizarre power system show right with hitman reborn it goes from a slapstick comedy manga to a hardcore battle shonen and the formula with a lot of these tends to be start off with the concept that the author wants to explore realize that the ratings are dropping and then turn Mm -hmm. it into a battle shonen (laughs) yeah there was a manga recently called uh dolphin cop i think and it starts off again as a predominant comedy and then by the the 30th chapter or so it pivoted really hard into dolphin cops suddenly getting superpowers and fighting giant sea-based kaiju yeah it's playing to this formula and the shows that identify themselves as battle shonen early tend to find at least some audience that carries them through shows that want to experiment more at the start and try and introduce an interesting world and concept often have to make a hard change later on so they do all the setup but that isn't maybe as engaging for a, a reader but is that that, that seems it's a, a bit shame sort of too, yeah, but that seems a bit sort of two different issues like what if a battle shonen t- took longer to had a slow burn at the beginning like yes you say it almost feels like the fact that they're are you saying that there's a correlation between if you have a slow burn whatever the concept is not enough to hook an audience so therefore you need a switch to engage an audience i don't think that at all i like i said with the examples of dragon ball and um jojo their introductory chapters were enough to make them classics in their own right and if they'd stayed that way they would have finished out their runs and would be remembered for what they were but the reason that they persist and that they have survived as long as they have done is because they changed to that formula i think what we see with a lot of modern shonen is we see stuff like my hero or black clover they start with the powers and the fights and then they introduce the world building later once you have your established yeah, yeah. audience and you can bring them back yeah you haka show like you said is doing a naruto Naruto was, it's ninjas, they've got ninja powers, and let's watch them use their ninja powers. But we didn't find that as engaging because there was nothing happening. And yeah. maybe that speaks to us as critics because we need, seem to need, 
a solid hook. And I guess that comes to the concept of the show. Like, if you're trying to get somebody into anime, yeah, do you give them the slow burn stuff? It is the concept of the show. It's also like we we realistically don't have the time to watch the whole thing. (laughs) Also that, also that, very true. Um, But like, yeah, do we give them the slow burn stuff? And do we say that? Oh well, risk that those three are engaging enough. Because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that we haven't put into the universe that we could show somebody who's completely new and they'd go, oh, this is pretty interesting. Yeah, It's it's different strokes for different folks. But from our perspective, and especially, I think the key thing that we need to come back to is the OP. The OP's cash and checks that the three episodes we watch can't sign. (laughs) Is that the term? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just a very sort of 1950s gangster (laughs) <laughs> hey, are your mouth catching checks that your body can't sign, son? <laughs> Where's the money? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I agree. Is that enough to turn it, throw it out of the universe? I think it is. I, I want to preface this by saying that Yu Show turns into one of, uh, having one of the actual greatest tournament arcs ever conceived and ever oh. put into fiction. Okay. The only problem is that comes 60 episodes in. Ah, that's a lot of episodes, dude. It is a lot of episodes. But, what, like, I would say stick out Yu Hakusho if you like it. But also, just based on these first three, I don't think you can get a complete novice in on it um, in this climate. Okay, that it makes me a little sad, but I think I agree with you. Um, it's the Naruto problem. Yeah. As it shall now be known from this moment on. From this um, day forth. Okay, right. Let's let's call it then. You, you, Hacker Show. You're not getting into the universe, unfortunately. I might actually Sorry. carry on watching because it's... Uh, it, it does... I, I want to get to the concept. At least at least so I can get some payoff um, from that OP. Um, yeah. But... I mean, friend, I, I'd say to you guys, like, yeah. and to Will as well, if you wanted to check out you, Hacker Show... The Dark Tournament arc, you could almost start there. Like, the arcs leading up to it, almost... They contribute, and obviously it helps build the characters and understand the powers and what's going on. But you can definitely enjoy... (laughs) You you can definitely jump in with the Dark Tournament arc and still enjoy it. But it will definitely be enriched if you watch the other stuff. And again, it has some of the most insane fights ever. It is perfectly structured. Awesome. It's like that's why tournament arcs have been everything. Thanks uh, to you, Huck Show. But <laughs> for the case in point, it didn't make it here. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let us know what you think. We are uh, going to wrap up this episode uh, by talking in Slice of Life about things we've been up to outside of you, you, Hacker Show. But um, please hit us up. Let us know if you think we've should have just you know stuck stuck with what sam knows about the show and you know there are there are lots of moments of levity and some good parts of this show it's not a bad three episodes uh which is why it does feel harsh to exclude it but it needs to live up to the op the op sets a very high bar or not a high bar just a Mm. certain bar and this one does not enter that bar um so it's not an age it's not in but um let us know what we should watch next have you got any other um shows from the early 90s that might fall victim to the naruto effect um that we get that we can sort of put to the test um yeah hit us up on instagram and twitter and we'll uh we'll, we'll see you next week if you're not sticking around for slice of life
what's really interesting is that. No. Oh, Tell me. Okay, never mind. Now, I think like to kind of go back to our point from the ending there. Um, Bleach and Naruto came out very close to each other, but it's clear almost that Bleach's author just went in the exact opposite direction. He just went, okay, Monster of the Week, give him his powers straight off the bat, let's go. Versus Naruto's one big ninja fight and then dosing around at school. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I don't know. I just found it interesting. Are they... Anyway, um, what have you been up to? Are they, they're both based on manga, right? Yeah. So it's not even the author's real perspective, is it? Is it, is it potentially the, the pace at which the anime then reflects like adapts it into nah. it, no it's because it's the same in the manga yeah, yeah. and okay. especially That's with that, i don't know why studio. i assumed that i just sort of thought that might have something to do with it because we always talk about like how the the the, the animes do sort of like adapt the runtime and sort of condense stuff or like elongate stretch it out, stretch and, it out yeah. yeah cool um what else you've been up nice. to this week <laughs> Um, what have I been up to this week? I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, never heard of it. what I've been doing. Probably not. It's underground. It's like you, Hakusho, you probably never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've put about 50 hours into it over the past two oh my God. weeks. Left, uh, probably going to be my... Lift pitch. Lift? Yeah, I don't lift, say elevator lift. pitch. Lift pitch. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Don't, I don't say elevator. That's a complete lie. That sounds so pretentious. I forgot the word for I forgot elevator pitch and just went lift pitch. And I was like, that's not. That's the why thing. I was so. Confused. I was like, that's I thought you meant thing. like it's I, elevator pitch. You want me to lift my pitch? You want me to speak with a yes, higher please. cadence? Yes. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Okay. So, oh god, how to pitch it? Zenobite Chronicles two. Okay. So, uh, the world as you know it is not real. The world exists on the back of giant monsters known as titans, and societies have grown up on these titans uh you have various races you have this humans world. you have nopons who are little fuzzy boys you've got some guys who look kind of like dragons you've got cat people um and they all live on the back of these enormous beings and these beings can range from being fairly small of being only maybe um 20 to 40 meters uh across wow. to kilometers across with multiple mm. layers and systems and they are uh the people who live on this world basically to survive have to fight against nat- giant natural monsters that are wow. trying to invade their villages and to fight them they use a system called blades now blades are these kind of manifestations of a fighter's spirit but yeah. also have their unique personalities and shaman one such blade is called the aegis and the aegis is a massive badonkadonked red-haired girl called Py- uh, pyra and she joins our very, very northern boy called Rex. He's basically from the north of England, and he's lovely. He's a lovely chap. Um, <laughs> and together they get embroiled in the... He's a, he's a, he's a salvager. He's a, a salvager yeah. from up north, and oh, he salvages right. stuff. And then he's, he's got the lovely. Aegis, and he takes the Aegis, and he's got to go and stop the politics of the evil empire. And the evil empire is based on Scotland. So actually, the evil empire of Mordordain is the Scotland of the Titan world, and so they is are this... dominating the cat people. Right, so it's... Who are Welsh. So it's, so, it's, so it's Game of Thrones on the back of giant floating creatures. On the back of kaiju, and it's also like a single-player MMORPG, basically. Mm. It sounds very interesting. It sounds a bit like... It's, it's one yeah. of those high-concept JRPGs. Um, it, the 
prequel to it, Xenoblade Chronicles, um, which came out on the Wii back in like 2009. Nice. It is just such a wonderful game. And it's just, and the only reason it got a localization was because there was this kind of grassroots movement of uh, people online who just want, who said it was Project Rainfall and it was to bring these three JRPGs across from um, Japan. And the way that they managed to get them ported across was by, they had all these petitions go out. There was, um, people went to cons in Japan and would talk to the creators and talk to Nintendo like directly at every opportunity and what they ended up doing they said okay fine we'll bring them across but it has to sell well and so what they did was <laughs> to, to keep the cost of localization as cheap as possible they used british voice actors because yeah. you don't have to pay them as much as american ones oh, and really? that ended up adding this whole extra layer of charm to them and it sold reasonably but it reviewed incredibly it sold modestly but then they re-released so, it on the 3DS, they re-released it on the Switch, and then finally we've got a sequel, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3 oh, is coming so out Switch, next so week. It. So I can't play it? Oh, yeah. Because it's Nintendo. Um, do you have a th- yeah. Do I have so. a 3DS? <laughs> no. Fuck it off. Who has the 3DS? Um, the 3DS. Yeah, on- it, oh, it's good. God, what a poor console. I hate that thing. Yeah. I had a Pikachu one. Spent all my uni, not all of my uni money, but I spent a good chunk of my first uh, maintenance loan. Yeah, on the nice. yeah, Pikachu 3DS. Yeah, I think I spent mine on clothes because I was living in London, and it was very. At least I got a console out of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, a crap one. Like, I had games on it. I played Pokemon, and I don't care, man. 3DS is such such a waste of money. That's well, the dual was, screen I didn't play one, right? Else. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, and it had 3D, which I never yeah. used. It, yeah, it was a bit of a waste. I actually played my PS Vita more than I played my 3DS. Right, thank you. Yes, exactly. Um, oh, PSP was the best console. Oh, Dissidia Final Fantasy, goated game. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, nice. that, that sounds really fun. Like, I'd like to, if I ever get, if I ever get a Nintendo Switch, then I'll, uh, I'll have to look into that. Um, well, so. well, if you look right behind you, walking in through your door right now is. Not a person with a Nintendo Switch, but wouldn't it be crazy if that actually did happen? Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Um, this week, I have. What have I been doing? Um, I, I I watched. I've been very busy with work, to be honest. So I've been working quite late. But uh, I was doing some sort of menial jobs the other day, and I was I put on One of Us Is Lying, um, the Netflix series that keeps oh. cropping up. I was like, huh, I can stick that on. Um, How is it? I haven't finished it. Uh, it was, I watched uh, like five episodes back to back and you know what, from what I saw, cause I was sort of drifting in and out, I quite enjoyed it. It was the, I think the acting is very good. I think the characters are quite cool. Um, and you know, it's, it's quite, I don't know, modern teen dramary sort of, uh, it's, it mm. reminds me very much of like pretty little liars. Um, and that sort of vibe, okay. um, <sighs> A bit sort of, but what what's the other one um, with the the murder the the, the suicide? Oh, girl. thirteen reasons why. That, yeah, yeah, it's a bit, it's it's very sort of that sort of vibe. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, I have, and I think the reveals throughout keep you hooked. There are sort of reveals at the end of each episode that sort of tell you a little bit more, and it's not like. They're not cheap. There's they're sort of like big things that sort of then have a big effect in the show, and it doesn't okay. backtrack. I, I 
I'm only saying these things because I'm comparing it to Pretty Little Liars. Like Lucy loves that show, but it it has a terrible problem of like going, ah, so this is the murderer. Oh no, wait, it's someone else. Um, But actually, rock pull. Yeah, and oh no, wait, they have a twin. Uh, Oh no, wait. (laughs) But the the twin's actually a a triplet, and the the triplet's evil because it was on the left-hand side. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That uh Simpsons Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um apart from that, I uh, something I watched again recently, but haven't spoken about it, I don't think. I I finally watched the first Sonic movie. Oh, nice. What did you think? Uh it was good. Like I can't deny yeah. it. Like, I didn't want to like it. I, I really didn't. Um, you went in there being like, I hate this fucking hedgehog. You I you went there in there like Eggman. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I love Jim Carrey in that film. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is great. He's one of my all-time favorite actors, and you know he he does a great job. Um, some of his lines are brilliant, and obviously physical. there's the the best one for me is in the first movie at the very least is when he's talking to Tom at the door. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. like I was spitting out formulas whilst you were sipping on formula. I was breastfed. Great, rub it in my orphan face. <laughs> I'm just like this is a kids film. Yeah. Yeah, some of the some of the lines are a bit uh, on the what's the word? Just pushing the line a little bit. Spicy, but, um, yeah, spicy, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's it's good, it's fun. Um, even like Sonic's stuff, he's he's his jokes very early on. It's like I what, what he says something about going to school, and he's like, I didn't even go to school. <laughs> it's like <laughs> okay, cool. Um, it, it's fun, and it's I think what's impressive is like, and I think I saw a review about it saying something similar. So it's not you know a unique take but just the 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 effort and the level they've put into the production of it and the cgi and everything and it looks especially like after a... that first trailer yeah yeah god ugly sonic what yeah. are you doing here i still argue but... he could do the whole thing someone I, 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 someone did a video that he, he although he doesn't know where la is he could have he could run across run he could have ran across america in every direction to find the hoops, to find to find the hoops, the rings, the, the, whatever they're called, yeah, to find the right building. Yeah, yeah he, he could have just in the time, gone. like just just in the same time that it took him to drive there, he could have just. And ran as every... I crashed into the cold South Pacific Ocean, I realized <laughs> something. Yeah, I love it, dude. If you liked it, I, I genuinely recommend that you check out the second one because yeah. it is. I've heard so. Things much better like and, and the first movie is good it's a good fun family film yeah, yeah kid friendly but the second film is it's a sonic film yeah 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 and there's so much love to the lore and the character development and we get some so many more action sequences idris elba kills it as knuckles yeah, yeah. I, so I just good. hope i appreciate it because i didn't really have a big love for the games growing up and things like that i want not massive not massive into the lore and everything so um hopefully i'll still enjoy it but i'll definitely give it a go fabulous um, that's good yeah, I also finished that. off season three of The Boys. I caught up all, oh, yeah, all yeah. up to date with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, which is very good. good. Very yeah. good TV. Homelander terrifies me. Huh. And it's scary how kind of close to home it hits. Mm. Like with its oh. commentaries and kind of celebrity culture and mm. power of the media and how corporations are bad and shit like that. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Brilliant. Well, nice. we'll leave it there. And um, if we don't see you through the week... We'll see you through the window. Thank you, Keith Lemon. I can see what you're doing. I know. Charlotte! Charlotte? 
I'm just it's like if, oh. <laughs> if even one of our listeners is called Charlotte, that's going to freak them the fuck oh out. Oh my god, I was way behind there. Okay, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, okay, good. I can see you too, nice. Terry. <gasps> um, all right, peace out. Nice. See you later, guys. <laughs>